0: Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm the father of two beautiful girls. And recently I looked around my house and saw that it was full of rainbows and unicorns and mermaids. That's when I realized that this is my daughter's world and I'm just living in it. What's up, dads? I am back. I'm feeling good. I was on, uh, I took a little bit of a sabbatical if you will, from podcasting here for a minute. I had a couple of really big writing projects that I took on, and so I needed to focus all of my time and effort onto those. So the first one is a novel that I'm working on publishing. I had to uh, rewrite, kind of edit and rewrite um, some 200 pages, 200 Microsoft Word pages, so a lot, a lot of words. And that's off with the editor now, and then While I was off with the editor, I took on a short story because I had a goal uh, to publish two stories this year. And I was not on track to do that. Uh, I probably would have been able to if I picked two short stories, but instead I chose a novel and a short story. So my novel is over with my editor now. I'm super excited about that, but the amount of work was immense. And I just, I was looking around and I was like, things, some things have got to go. They've got to break. They got to pause, or I'm not going to be able to get this book done. So unfortunately, this podcast was one that had to kind of go on pause, uh, but I am back to 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 talking to you, and I hope you're excited for it. I'm excited for it. It'll be good. I know my last podcast was about preparation for Disneyland, and I figured I should probably kind of circle back around on that. I, I thought that was good, and I feel like uh, it was very disappointing that I didn't circle back around because it would have been nice for it to be like, fresh and and there, but uh, things don't always work out that way. Doesn't mean we still can't talk about it now. So recap. I know one of the, the major lessons that I was pushing was planning, right? So make sure you plan, 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 over plan, over everything when it comes to planning. And I think that is still holds true. Uh, we did have a pretty good plan. There was a lot of, we did have some frustration because so we are the type of people who go to Disney like it's Mecca, you know, like so like once a year we would make a pilgrimage over to the DL and and pay homage through lots of money. And so we had this routine down. And so Disney had been making a bunch of changes and we hadn't experienced those changes firsthand. So we had planned but the problem with our plan is that we had built in expectations on top of our plan like it was going to go exactly like it had in the past and so the the beauty of a plan is that you don't have to think and coordinate and and work to have fun you can just kind of follow the plan and then have fun so you do all the work before you're in the park uh, but due to the changes it didn't work out that way our because we had expectations our expectations were kind of constantly in confrontation or conflict with the changes that Disney had made. And so if there was a lesson I was going to I would pull out of our experience would be to plan, for sure plan, but remove the expectations that everything is going to go to plan or remove expectations that it's going to go a certain way just because life and crap happens, you know, all the time. And it takes It takes a while to learn a new process. So Disney had changed so much that that, you know my wife had it down pat. It was a science. I mean, she had everything figured out. Now that it was different, you kind of have to relearn it all. So that would be a big lesson, you know. Kind of make sure that with you with planning, don't plan with expectations, right? Plan for success, but adapt and roll with the blows as you go. Uh, I would also say that when it comes to planning and packing i am i am a serial overpacker i'm the guy who goes on a two-day trip with 15 pairs of underwear and eight pairs of socks you know what i mean like i'm that guy so i overpack but i've been trying to get better at, at pulling back and not packing everything uh, and this trip totally undermined everything that i had been working on because we had looked at the weather we had looked at everything and we said okay if this is minimal like we might get a chill here or there but we'll be walking around we're in the sun we'll be fine the issue was is that we totally underestimated what the weather was really going to be like because the weather was freaking weird it snowed on us in anaheim california yeah i mean we were in a ride we came out to the to the snow on the park but uh, my mother-in-law, who was there, was like, yeah, I was standing here and it was snowing on us. I was like, that doesn't even make sense. So I, I, we stayed at a park, or I'm sorry, we stayed at a hotel near the park. If you were staying at a hotel, you know, way far away and you had a long walk, I would get it. Pack light, do something, I don't, I don't know. But we had a hotel pretty close, and I think next time I'll probably pack more because there was a time in which my girls got cold, or my oldest got cold, so she got my outer, my vest, she got that, she was warmed up, and then my youngest got cold, so she got my overshirt or, or like my fleece kind of shirt, and so there was a point in which I had a plastic uh, like raincoat is all I had to keep me warm, and the hotel was a 15 minute walk like if we'd had the jackets there i could have easily walked there gotten back before missing a ride or anything and we would have all been warm and we would have all been happy and i'm gonna bring more next time fate favors the prepared i did an episode called that before and it is the truth fate favors the prepared um but yeah overall it was it was a good time. It was a good time with family. It was a good time with the girls because the, the thing with vacation is that it removes all of the tension. Like Everybody's just there. They're present. They're intentional. Everybody is there to enjoy themselves. And when everybody is, is operating in that way, it is... It's legit magical, and that's why Disney is special because when you're there, you're just there, and you're just absorbing it, and that's really a really good experience to have with your kids. Um, So, yeah, so our first day was pretty mellow. It was probably the best day, a little longer in the lines, so that is never fun, but we got through it, made it all the way through the day we opened it, we closed it, stayed through the fireworks. Then what we did is we took a day off, And this is something that I highly recommend. And I would even recommend an additional day off like Disneyland day off Disneyland day off Disneyland. Like we do three day park hoppers because there's two parks, but you can't get like, if you're going to do rides and characters, you just can't do both of those in one day. That's it's too much. Uh, California adventure is still, you can still knock that out in a day easily. Um, but Disneyland, to do both of those things, you got you got to have two days. But if you do two days in a row, three days in a row, man, it's exhausting. So I really like having the days in between. What we did is we just drove. It's like 30 minutes to the beach. So we picked up seashells. We walked around. It was wicked cold. But still, it was the ocean. It was something other. It wasn't chaotic. It was a nice rhythm. And then we had a nice lunch on the beach. We got... Did some shopping, you know, just something casual, light, low key to decompress from the chaos of the tr- of the the park. And uh, then we did California Adventure. So California Adventure is probably my favorite park because it's not that it's geared more. It's it's absolutely geared more towards grown So it does cater to me a little bit more. But it's it's weird because they'll have like a little kiddie ride, but then they'll have like the beer cart right next to the kid ride, which is exactly the way I like to roll so I like it because of that and you know it's just kind of again another park that is more low key so that one tends to be my favorite this is when our preparation started to kick in because we stayed around for the World of Color show but the storm started rolling in that night and it started to rain before the show started so we had our raincoats on we had our umbrellas up and we were prepared. It wasn't cold, but it was wet. And so we were. Um dr- from the aim basically about mid-calf down, we were soaked, right? But we we were prepared for that. We knew we expected that. So we had two pairs of shoes each. And so we were able to change shoes the next day. So we felt pretty good about that. The third day, the last day, that's the one when the wheels kind of fell off. The weather got so cold. Like it snowed, like Anaheim was covered in snow, like the mountains were covered in snow, it was the wackiest thing, but it got so, so cold, and it was so windy, and it was just miserable, I mean, cut you to the bone kind of cold, and we just didn't have the clothes, we didn't have the gear, um, the grandparents were giving kids their jackets on because they were heading back. And uh, I mean, it was, it was hard to get through that day. We actually called it early. We called it at like eight o'clock, which is pretty early for us, especially since my girls are getting older and we're able to, to rock the park a little later. Uh, But we called and we're like, this is cold. Even my girls were like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't fun. (laughs) It's not, it's not nice. So that was kind of our trip. Then, then we drove home, and it was um, its a long drive. It's like six-hour drive from Anaheim to where I'm at in Arizona. But my girls travel like champs. We had food. We had tablets and games, and, and it was a piece of cake. So I, I'm an advocate for traveling with kids. I think you should do it. I think it's big. I think it's important. It allows experiences that you can't have at home. Like, you're just not going to connect with them the same way that you will when you're on vacation. And Disneyland is a big trip. There's a lot to it. I don't think you need to be afraid of it. I just think that you need to do a little research going into it. You know, it's not like going to the beach where you're just going to go sit in a chair for a few hours and, and swim. You know, there's a lot to do. And you don't want to leave something like that having spent that much money. Feeling like you didn't get your money's worth, or feeling like you didn't get to do everything—that—that that kind of sense of um, that didn't live up to my expectations—is not what you want to do. Um, which another like quick note to build up, to help manage expectations so it's not anticlimactic, start 30 days before. I don't know if I talked about this in the last one, but we do like a paper chain with crafts and things so that our Disney trip starts 30 days before and they're doing activities and they're thinking about Disney. And then that way it like builds up and Disney is climactic rather than just you're in school you're doing work whatever and then all of a sudden hey it's friday we're leaving for disney today you show up you do the park you come home you're like oh that was over so fast do the little paper chain for 30 days leading up to disney it'll make it feel like it was a long time a long trip coming and it adds a lot of value and connection so everybody's really amped and excited and, and making the most of the moments um I think that's about it for me. I think if you got questions, I'm going to start adding the polls on here. So if you got questions or, or want me to talk about anything else, you know, hit me up on those polls. I would love to hear from you. Try to answer more questions on what it's like being a girl dad or if I can help from my experience with, with anything you're going through. Uh, drop me a line there on, on the podcast here. So, yeah, get after it, dads. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening, folks. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this with all those girl dads you know. I just want to give one last quick shout out to Inkledoo. Thank you for making this podcast possible. Uh, I encourage all of you to please go get some of their delicious coffee. Or join into one of their meaningful conversations. You can find Inkledo Podcast everywhere that podcasts are streamed.